Welcome to Arkansas AgCast, your source for the latest news and views in Arkansas agriculture. Arkansas AgCast is produced by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. I'm Jason Brown, filling in as guest host for Rob Anderson here on this week's Arkansas AgCast. Today, we're going to catch up with Jeff Pitchford from our Government Affairs Department and talk about the ongoing fiscal session and what that may mean for farmers and ranchers in the state. Okay, I am here with Jeff Pitchford today, and we are going to talk about some legislative action down at the state capitol. Uh, Jeff, I believe we are getting ready to wrap up the state's uh, fiscal session um, here in Arkansas, and just wanted to grab you for a minute to chat about uh, that session, how it's gone, uh, you know, what, what's been achieved, uh, what that means for farmers and ranchers in the state. So thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jason, for having me. Uh, appreciate it. And, yeah, we are wrapping up the fiscal session of the General Assembly. They, um, in the even years, they are required to meet to uh, pass legislation based on uh, budgetary issues, and uh, mm-hmm. that's all they can take up uh, legally. And uh, so um, it's a quick session. They came in on February the 14th, Valentine's Day. And so this is uh, week three. And from all indications, they will wrap up early next week uh, with the Revenue Stabilization Act. That is the budget bill for the state of Arkansas. That That's the whole enchilada. That's mm. That's all the state agencies, boards and commissions, commodity boards, Everyone's spending opportunities. Uh, that's that's in Revenue Stabilization Act, and so that's been placed on the calendar today. Uh, actually, what's called on the desk today. The, all the members in the House and the Senate have that bill. It's required by the Constitution that they have it three days, and so okay. um, when that's filed and put on the desk for members to review. Um, it means uh, get your stuff together, pack your bags. We're 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 out of here. So close to time to go home. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, so we we started Valentine's Day. You said, and then so we've been in a few weeks. Any uh, any notable action taken in the session? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think for um, for our listeners. Mm-hmm. That uh, the highlights that I would probably go over are those that that affect uh, agriculture specifically, and really the highlights for this session has been more based on the forestry industry. It's something that we don't highlight a lot. I know it's very important to to some folks around the state, especially South Arkansas. And there's two things, or actually three things that have happened this fiscal session that uh, are really great steps for the forestry industry. You know, you talk to industry folks and uh, folks with this Department of Agriculture here in the forestry division, we have an abundant resource in uh, in forestry Mm -hmm. uh, products here. And so I know it's all about developing markets and things of that nature, but we uh, we really could 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 push that further, and so the legislature's done uh, three things that uh, we're excited about uh, for the forestry industry. One is something from the twenty twenty one session. We established helped 
uh, the legislature to establish a forestry uh, center of business okay. at the University of Arkansas in Monticello. It was funded with one-time money, $840,000. Well, the governor made the announcement on Valentine's Day in his recommendation, and the legislature has approved that. They are putting that $840,000 is now in the base funding for this center of forestry business. And so we're excited about that. What that means by that money being put in the base, it means that it will be there every year. And so UA Monticello has taken the lead on um, establishing this this program so other states have this have this type of uh, organization it's going to help to assess every county uh, keep a, a database on um, on the type of products and wood and tonnage in in every county so that when an industry uh, manufacturing plant or something is interested in in Arkansas or what we have, that this center is going to be able to tell them immediately and, and work with them automatically and partner with the Arkansas Economic Development Commission to try to push, you know, businesses to, to locate here or to expand that are here. And so other states have had this kind of operation. We've mm-hmm. not, not done it. And so that really gets us into the game. And as I understand it before, and as I understand it before, the way this is working is if a company was sort of interested in seeing about the forestry assets uh, in our, in Arkansas, uh, this sort of fell on the on the on the shoulders of, of the professor of a professor or so, someone down at University of Arkansas Monticello to sort of put aside other duties <laughs> and come and do this, which which was sort of a disadvantage to us, if I may. And this this sort of levels the playing field for Arkansas in that way, right? Absolutely. Not only can they, uh, gives them the ability and the resources uh, to to track the inventory that we have, but also enables them to do some more research in the forestry industry and forestry products. So that's great. Uh, again, we're, we're excited about that. It's, yeah. it uh, certainly is a boost to a part of the agriculture portfolio that we have in Arkansas that we've really not given a, a lot uh, to. Yeah. The second thing that's happened, and again, is this one was from the 2021 session too, was on our pri- priority list, was to establish the a scholarship program, Foresters for the Future. And so um, there are the... Uh, Arkansas Forestry Division of the Department of Agriculture have some fee money that they have, and so they're designating it for this scholarship program. We're seeing a shortage of folks getting degrees in the forestry industry, and and which in turn uh, is causing a, a shortage of workers in in these in this industry. And so they actually developed a line item in the budget and identified $30,000 that will go for this particular scholarship. So again, uh, really it literally puts it in writing that this, this money, this amount of money is going to go for this, this program. Mm -hmm. And so again, an encouragement of folks to, to get into the forestry uh, industry. And uh, this is another incentive there. And the third thing, I guess we're we're talking about trees today. Uh, it, it we uh, we are hearing that the a forestry caucus is being developed in the House and okay. the Senate. That's interesting. Yeah, and so some legislators are signing up for this, and it will be um, kind of an informal, semi-official organization that will meet 
uh, based on legislators. And, and Farm Bureau has pledged that we will help to support this and to encourage this to, to develop. We, we want the policymakers of the state to, to discuss and on a regular basis the needs and, and of the forestry industry. And, uh, and we think that this could be, uh, you know, some potential legislation in the future sh- could come out of this. Well, that's, yeah, that's great to hear. We, um, such a strong forestry industry in the Southern part of the state, especially. And, and, uh, great to see so much action, uh, uh, around that, uh, in this fiscal session. Well, any other highlights? I mean, obviously we're, our priority here would be to hear, hear about things that impact farmers and ranchers in the state. Uh, so if, if there are any more of those or, or just anything yeah, in general. Absolutely. So this one will affect um, not only uh, uh, the farmers and ranchers of Arkansas, but every everyone, all Arkansans, okay. really. So uh, we're hearing back, and, and we've heard this, and, and legislators certainly have heard this. Uh, we all know that COVID-19 and supply chain has, has changed the prices of a lot of things. And we've seen that with inflation here in the last few months. But one of the areas that has really hit is the market value of vehicles, mm, not just yeah. new vehicles, but used vehicles sure. specifically. Uh, and it's one of those things that most people thought this would never happen. And, uh, but your old pickup truck uh, actually has gone up in value, not down in value like it yeah. normally does. Yeah, it, you see advertisements for, "Hey, we'll buy your used vehicle. We'll mm-hmm. give you top dollar," and all. You see that around. Well, it's true. There's a shortage of used vehicles, and so the market value of those have gone up. Well, when when you assess your vehicle each year, your county assessor does it based on market value. Well, mm-hmm. market value has gone up. Mm-hmm. And so people are starting to get their tax bills. And when they, they're coming out and they're seeing these tax bills have gone up Uh-oh. when you do your personal property. And so uh, a lot of legislators are hearing from their constituents <laughs> and that why in the world is my seven-year-old pickup truck being assessed for more than not than less? And so it's it's because of that. And so the General Assembly this week uh, amended a bill uh, and set it up this way, that for if your used vehicle is assessed in the calendar year, was, was assessed in calendar year 2020 and is assessed in this calendar year 2022, then when your bill comes out next year, the value of the used vehicle uh, assessed this year will not be higher than its published assessment value in calendar year 2020. Okay. That so makes sense. That means that whatever happens, if your thing set, your vehicle assessed this year, it's going to revert back to 2020 price. That value or that. Right. Yeah. And so, um, this is going to affect, you know, everyone that owns a vehicle, especially used vehicle. And we know that'll help everyone, every Arkansan, but certainly farmers and ranchers out there with your vehicles. Now, <clears throat> Just to make sure everyone knows this, the definition of vehicles covers motor vehicles, ATVs, boats, and farm equipment. Now, uh, in farm equipment, we need to let everybody know that it's not going to affect uh, your farm equipment value because farm equipment 
uh, is assessed at the with the bill of sale, and then it's depreciated each year. Each year, and we okay. have that that standard with the assessors across the state of Arkansas. This law does not affect that. Okay, so good to know. Uh, you're not going to have to worry about your your combine or any your tractor or any other type of equipment that you've been assessing. It's not going to revert back, and then suddenly that's a little bit higher than it was. Yeah. You know, 2021 should be less yeah. than 2020, so you don't want to go backwards. You will not. Farm equipment will will not be okay. on this. There, the language is very specific as far as it can't be higher uh, than than 2020. So it's you're still going to get that depreciation. We've talked to the assessment coordination division. That's the state agency that that uh, get helps assessors you know, assess the, the properties and, and things of that nature. And so we've made sure they said, no, you're good. Farmers are good with this. So you won't see anything on your farm equipment. It's okay. still the standard uh, depreciation is going to go. No change in that. But you will see uh, with your with your truck or your car, anything, your boat or ATV, anything that you're assessing on uh-huh. personal property, uh, that value is going to go back to the 2020. So you're going to have some tax relief. Right. Next year, okay, not not this, not year, this year for twenty twenty one. You will get it in your twenty twenty three bill for mm-hmm. your calendar year twenty twenty two. You're going to see a little bit of relief, so that's that's helpful. I know that a lot of mm-hmm. folks out there are kind of getting sticker shock, and it's uh, you're you're seeing something come up, and and so uh, next year you'll see a little bit of relief, and we really appreciate the General Assembly doing that. Any help that. Arkansans can, can get, especially farmers and ranchers out there on their equipment and, and vehicles, uh, that, that's fine. But the equipment will, will stay the same. You'll still get that standard depreciation each each year. Now, is this, um, is this sort of forever, or is this, is this something that's for sure next year be, will be reevaluated depending on what the market does? I mean, how, how does that, do you know? So, good, good question, Jace. Uh, it's just for the assessed year 2022 okay so that tax bill comes out in 2023 to, to pay it mm-hmm. uh, we kind of we pay based on the previous year right and so um, it's just for that year and so they're they're basing it on this premise hopefully we kind of go through this cycle and things get a little bit back to normal because <laughs> not only is this for like used, motor vehicles like trucks and cars but we're, we're hearing stories that folks in there like who have a boat rvs and, and everything yeah. that that suddenly you know they've got this somebody's got an old five six year old boat and they could sell it now for the price they gave for it five or six years ago and if you know anything about yeah. boats or those kind of things usually they depreciate very quickly <laughs> pretty quickly yeah well everybody i think probably has the story of the neighbor who says you know old so-and-so at the dealership down there called me and they wanted to buy my vehicle back for the same price they paid for it or i paid for it four years right. ago you yeah. know we're hearing a lot of that so this kind of addresses yeah that, that that's happening like. so what they're what they're hoping is that we kind of over this next year uh, we cycle through this and things t- kind of settle back down and the and the mm-hmm. market kind of goes back to to normal which would be uh, you know each year these things kind of lose a little bit in value which they up to this point usually do right. so this is just for the calendar year twenty twenty two assessment uh, for that 
So I guess in 2023, you'll assess it back to normal market uh, price. So your 2024 bill uh, would be back to the current market value instead of going back a couple of years. So it's just this one year. Like I said, you won't see the relief this year, but you will next year on your, your, on your tax bill. And then the year after that, it'll go back to normal, which hopefully, hopefully it will be, we'll cycle back down and everything. I mean, it's great. I guess if you're selling, sure. (laughs) if you've got a, a, that old pickup truck and you, you're, you can sell it, but the, the good news is you, can get a really good price for it. The bad news is, uh, and you're going to have to turn around. If, if you, you need have to a vehicle, buy back into that market, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to, f- <laughs> good, good luck finding something. Yeah, so uh, yeah. it's good news, bad news for consumers, which usually is the case. Yeah. Well, one more question for you. Um, since the fiscal session has been uh, ongoing, uh, we had the candidate filing period. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, so, um, the primary this year is in May, May the 24th, I believe. And so okay. um, the last week of February, and it ended on March the 1st, uh, was the candidate filing period. And this is for candidates for all the federal and state uh, uh, candidates' uh, positions. And so I'm looking at our numbers. There was 218 Republicans, 94 Democrats, 48 Libertarians, 7 Independents, 7 Write-ins, and 72 nonpartisan judicial candidates signed up this oh, okay. that week. So it's kind of exciting at the Capitol, if anyone's ever seen that, or uh, they kind of make a big deal about it. And, it's like and signing folks, day. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's for, the, for the politics. So now it's official, and we are working in our department here at Farm Bureau. We are working to get the information, and we'll update uh, our webpage that, has all this candidate information. It's mm-hmm. ARC elect, A-R-K-E-L-E-C-T, arcelect.com. And so you, anyone can, can go to it. You'll be able to, to log in. And, uh, if you're saying, well, who do I vote for or who, who's running in my County, uh-huh. this, it's a searchable database by County. So you yes. can, you can look up your County and it's going to tell you, uh, Congress, Senate, your state representatives, your state senators, and your and judicial uh, elections as well. And so, uh, this fall, so the primaries May twenty fourth, and those are the party primaries, and then the election again this fall. So on the ballot is a U.S. Senate, uh, all the four congressional seats. Uh, this cycle is including all the constitutional officers. So that's governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, treasurer, etc. Plus your states, your your local state senate and and state representatives, plus the the judicial seats. There's a a couple of Supreme Court seats mm-hmm. and things of that nature that are on the ballot. So uh, it's a it's a full full slate. And so when we get the information, uh, give us a give us a little bit of time to to get that loaded and yeah. and put in there we're working on that we want to make it as uh, as accurate as possible but also as robust as possible so that everybody can know here's a resource they can go to and and look up who's running in their county and uh so they know who to vote for and so we're working on that and some other things that to try to get information out about these candidates and we'll be pushing that uh, as as we go forward and reminding folks through our social media platforms and, mm-hmm. and other other means to to get this information out 
And uh, so that that folks will know it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. There will be some ballot questions for the on the fall ballot as well, and we'll be pushing that information out when when the time is right and we get everything's solidified. There's some folks trying to get signatures and put things on the ballot. So we don't okay. have a complete list, but when we yeah. do, we'll be pushing that out as well so that okay. folks get informed about uh, what's going to be on the ballot and uh, and the issues uh, concerning concerning them and so it's uh, it's exciting i guess in the world of politics yeah. it's uh, that everyone signed up now we know who's running and, and who's not and so uh it'll be an interesting interesting season yeah excellent well i'm sure between now and november we'll be having a lot of conversations with you as, as we track these different candidates and the issues and and things like that so i'll just tell you jeff thanks so much for giving us a rundown on the fiscal session, giving us a rundown on the uh, filing period. And uh, man, so helpful to hear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime, Jason. That's it for another Arkansas AgCast. We'll be back next Thursday with more news and views on Arkansas agriculture.